Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Good. We're just undergoing some, uh, I don't know, environmental warfare here. <laughs> yeah, there's some stinky smells in our house today. Yes, teenage girls. Yeah. Um, so it was a good weekend. Ton, yeah, good weekend. Nice weather up here in Connecticut. Lots going not, on. Not so nice if you were in the middle of the country. No. Uh, lots of snow. No, we had a beautiful day today, though. It was like 65 degrees. So we're getting ready to fly to Florida on Wednesday, Thursday. And uh, we got a, sort of a taste of southern weather today. Right. It was lovely. Yes. Sunny, warm. Right. Really windy. Really windy. But it was fabulous. Yeah. So I'm in a good mood. Yes. Uh, not often do you get to drive with the car windows down in January. No, it was great. Uh, good. But lots of news this weekend. Yeah. Uh, start off with the a new poster has been unveiled. We mentioned uh, a week and a half ago or so that they would be reviewing a, uh, re- revealing a, p- a series of posters for the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway attraction. And the next poster has been released. And it is a big picture of uh, Pete uh, with Mickey tied to his leg running in a three-legged race. And, and Mickey does not look like he is a happy camper in this. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's fu- you know, funny. We all know that Pete is Mickey's enemy. Um, right. And uh, It's a poster. I mean, there's not much you can say about no. it. No. Um, you know what you can say a lot about? What's that? Rise of the Resistance. And it is getting ready to open for real at Disneyland. That's right. They're undergoing cast previews. We mentioned that the other day. Um, but Disneyland is doing things a little bit in Florida. Um, so they are actually creating a new module in their Disneyland app to access your boarding groups. Um, but they are going to be using the boarding group process. And, um, you know, if you're going out to California, get the app. Uh, you check out the module. It is called Star Wars Rise of the Resistance Resistance Access by Boarding Group app, which is on the main page. Um, and then there's some instructions to go through and uh, get that. Uh, you can determine if you want to be affiliated with the Resistance or the First Order. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, Jan- January 17th. The West Coast will get to experience what the East Coast has had for a few months now. Right. You know what else the East Coast has now? What's that? They have some Baby Yoda or The Child merchandise. Some real merchandise. Not really? some crappy, ugly t-shirts. But at Hollywood Studios, they have a couple of pairs of socks. There's two different ones. One has a black background with a few different um, Baby Yoda um, figures on it. Uh, one is like a beige sock with one baby Yoda. Sort of, it looks like he's like sitting in his little pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't watch The Mandalorian, so I don't know exactly the story behind his. Um, you don't know what the pod is. No, I don't know what that pod right. is, but it looks like he's in a pod. Um, they have some T-shirts, which they previously had. Um, they also, I think, most exciting have a magic band. I think that's going to be a big sellout. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a phone case, a phone that's cover. Cool. Yeah, so some finally some um, Baby Yoda merchandise. Nice. Yeah. What else? That um, was a very good segue, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I, I was working on that for a really long time well, while shows. I was drinking wine. It shows. Um, the Disney World Marathon had a little bit of a delay this weekend. That's right. Uh, they had a delayed start. They moved it by 15 minutes. There was some problem with runners uh, getting there for their 5 a.m. start. There were transportation issues. Uh, I guess it was a little rough moving people around that early and having to move people for Rise of the Resistance, which overloaded um, uh, Disney's transportation network a little bit. Uh, but they did change the course. Um, the course was modified 
even though by the time it was modified, the actual winners had already finished the uh, the, the course. That's you know, funny. the professional runners who finish right. these things in like two hours. Right. Um, whereas people like me who are running it who take like six hours to finish. Yeah, they had to go a different way. <laughs> right. So there, there were some heat concerns. Um, and that is the reason that they, they modified the uh, the course uh, uh, location. Um, but that is done and finished. Um, just thought it was interesting that they would, you know, w- mid race change the change the. Yeah, course I think once you've got the the real serious runners done with, I think they're a lot less concerned with how they do things for the stragglers. Right. Yeah, they just sort of send you however they're going to send you. Yeah. Now we know there were some queens out on the course uh, during the course of the race. How's this for a segue? And I don't even know what that means. There are some queens out, but what Disney kind of queens, princess princesses. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got all excited. I was talking royals. Um, there were princesses out, and while she is not a princess, Disney has actually signed a real-life duchess to do some voiceover work. Uh, so if you know uh, the name Meghan Markle, uh, who is also known as the Duchess of Sussex, um, she has agreed to do some voiceover work uh, for the Disney company in exchange for a charitable contribution. Um, her and Prince Harry have decided to separate from the, their royal duties and, and distance themselves from the royal family. And they decided to come over to Disney. <laughs> right. So, so uh, Megan's going to do some work for free, which I don't know how you, uh, you know, if you're separating yourself from the royal family and their money, uh, you're going to need to make a living somehow. And getting charitable contributions is not the way to uh, get it into your bank account. But that being said, um, she has – they believe she has done some voiceover work. They have not released details on the project, uh, but they have announced that Disney will be donating to Elephants Without Borders. Okay. Those elephants can just run all over the but place. We like free-range elephants. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Um, Frozen 2 has been very successful in the box office, and now to sort of piggyback on that success, they are releasing the Frozen 2 sing-along in the theaters. That's right. It will open up on Friday, January 17th. Um and this is exactly what they did with Frozen, you know, the original Frozen. Uh, a couple months after it was out, they released a sing-along version, and it just got people back into the theaters. Um, it's a fun time if you've got little kids, if, yeah. if you don't mind hearing Sounds Frozen good. songs over and over and over and over. We talked uh, last week about the Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket that had come to Disneyland. It seems that that has made its way across the country and is now in Disney World. Where can we find that? That's right. Right now, it is apparently only available at a kiosk near Disney's Candy Candy Cauldron in Disney Springs. But rumor is that there have been cases of the Falcon spotted at Hollywood Studios. Oh, boy. And it only makes sense to bring it to at least yeah, I mean, that's uh, Galaxy's what Edge. Right. Now, it is a big popcorn container. It is a big Millennium Falcon with a very small popcorn container. It holds like six uh, popped kernels of corn. Yeah, I mean, the Millennium Falcon, while large in diameter, is very short in depth. So obviously does not hold very much popcorn. Look at you. I know. It's like I'm in geometry (laughs) or something like that. Um, Let's see. World of Pixar has some Finding Nemo merchandise. Yeah, just some really cute Nemo merchandise has arrived out on the West Coast. Um I like the Nemo characters. Well, my favorite is Bruce the Shark. His jaws are wide open. It says Jawsome. <laughs> Cute. I like it. Very nice. Um, over, also in Disneyland, the Sword in the Stone was removed um, ahead of the refurbishment of the carousel. Mm-hmm. So now what do we have there? Just like a big hole in the ground? 
Uh, no, the they're well in the anvil. Okay, so they remove the sword from basically the stone, which is really an anvil. Okay, um, and it's covered up with some duct tape, <laughs> which which looks a little ridiculous. Super professional. Um, but the stone, we, we don't know who has the stone, uh, but whoever it is will probably rule England. Has the stone or has the um, sword? Has the sword. I, am I, I haven't even. Uh, I didn't drink I any drank wine today. I drank all the wine. And I'm you the one who's none tipsy. of the wine, and you're a mess. That's right. Well, it's late. You should have had more wine. But King Arthur's carousel is going to be closed from January 21st until May 21st. So sad. Yes. So if you decided that you're not going to go to Disneyland uh, because there is no carousel to be ridden on, and you would instead rather just stay home and eat ice cream, you now have more Disney ice cream options. That's right. Uh, after the success of the faux Mickey bars that they released <laughs> last year. Um, Disney is going to be releasing two new ice cream treats. Uh, the first one is a Millennium Falcon ice cream sandwich, which are two, would you say those are uh, vanilla? Yeah, yeah. Vanilla sandwiches uh, shaped like the Millennium Falcon with ice cream in the middle. And the second one is a Mickey cookies and cream ice cream bar, uh, ice cream sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will be available. That's very much like the one in the park. Right. So I see the cookies and cream one doing okay, at least doing as well or almost as well as the regular Mickey bar did. Because mm-hmm. the regular Mickey bar that was released in the grocery stores was um, fashioned after the ones you could find in the parks. So it was kind of like, you know, almost like being in the parks. You felt right. like you were in the parks. Right. And then I feel like this cookies and cream one is the same thing. But the Millennium Falcon is not available in the parks. So they're just like making something up. And I don't know how that's going to do. Especially at the price. Yeah, I mean, they aren't cheap. They're usually like $7 a box. If, yeah, I think that Target, the uh, yeah, like Mickey bars were seven. They went up to seven ninety nine. Yeah, might, might have been. So, yeah, they're not cheap. And I don't know, if it doesn't bring you that feeling of, hey, I feel like maybe I'm in Disney World or in Disneyland, mm-hmm. then, I don't know, to me it loses a little something. But maybe people are willing to pay $8 a box for Millennium Falcon right. vanilla ice creams. I don't exactly. know. I'm not, but what no. do I know? Um, in the Magic Kingdom... <laughs> The hours for February have been extended a bit. What are our new hours for February? I think you skipped a story, but that's okay. I sh- not on my list. Not I mean, on your maybe list. you have a special list. So I'm not going to give you the dates, but uh, on the on the nights that the park was scheduled to be open until eight, they have moved the closing until nine. On the nights that the well, I guess we need to give that because they some nights yeah, it's open until ten. Need to give that. All right, you got to check it. Here's but. the deal: February fifteenth, the park is going to be open until eleven, previously eight p.m. On the 14th, 16th, 22nd, 28th, and 29th, it's open until 10, he previously 8. He doesn't listen 8. to me. And then every other night, it's open until 9. Okay. You know, people aren't, like, sitting there writing this down. Some people might. You know, they rewind it, they pause it, they, they don't. skip back. They get a heads up, and then they Google it, like right. normal people should. And if that's not what they're doing, well, then there's something wrong with them. That's what they should do. Now, the story that you skipped was about R2. Maybe I skipped that because it's so stupid and we've already done this. Just that R2-D2 is now roaming at the Star Wars launch bay in Hollywood Studios. He was seen also roaming around uh, Batu in California recently. So, And yes, I did skip it. I checked yes. it off. I just I didn't say it. All right. Um, the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, the dates have been announced and it is opening even earlier than previously. Our new start April 28th. day. No. no. Our new start date is August 13th. So. Okay. That's uh, that's pretty early for that's Halloween. Right. That's right. Three days earlier than last year, which was August 16th. And as of right now, there are six dates in August for the party. Uh, August 13th, 15th, 18th, 21st, 25th, and 28th. Uh, September and October 
you know, those dates will be out as soon as the calendars are released. Um, tickets are not yet on sale, but expect them to go on sale in the very near future. It seems ridiculous, but why is it that I want to, like, get one of those August dates for before the kids go back to school and go? Right. I know. It's way too early for Halloween, but it's just so much fun, and not everybody can get down there after August. But so. you know what? I don't want to go to a Halloween party and when sweat it's to death. 80, 89 <laughs> degrees and the humidity is 120%. I know. August is a little rough. Um, Rivers of Light, the what they have added, some new shows. Right. And actually, you know, they changed the name. It is now Rivers of Light. We are one. Are we one? We are, we are one. We could be two. We could be two, but that'd be messy, and I don't want to get attorneys involved. <laughs> um, so there are now additional showings throughout February. Uh, they have added an 8 p.m. show on February 2nd through 8th, and on the 9th through the 29th, they have added an 8.15 p.m. showtime. Uh, the show is approximately 15 minutes long. Um, I don't and know. it's mediocre. <laughs> it was mediocre at best when there were actual people involved in the oh, show. Oh, yeah, we haven't seen it since. Now that the these are just out. these automated boats. I mean, uh, it's still pretty, though. It is. You just can't, like, go in with, like, super high expectations. I mean, the music is still good. The light, the lighting, and it's it's still pretty. It's not Fantasmic. I don't love Fantasmic. It's I would maybe see this instead of Fantasmic. Wow. But, okay. I mean, that's just because I don't love Fantasmic. But. Um, okay. Anyway. That's the story with that. Um, story near and dear to all, to, well, maybe not all our hearts, but both Tony and my hearts, because uh, we like food, That's is right. the new Nemo cheesecake at the Art of Animation. Yeah. Um, I'm a big cheesecake uh, fan. Um, I used to love the tie-dye cheese. I still do love the tie-dye cheesecake in so Pop small. Century. It's just gotten small and mass <laughs> produced as opposed to actual slices of cheesecake. Um, but now at the Art of Animation Resort, they have a dome cheesecake topped by a white chocolate Nemo piece. Um, and it's very pretty, and it looks very uh, tasty. It's really cute. It is small, though. Yeah, like it's, that's like it's three. That's maybe three bites of cheesecake. It's hand sized. If if Tony's eating it, it's maybe two bites of cheesecake. It is uh, a gel gelatin type layer of blue water with squiggles of buttercream seaweed and crunchy pearls for bubbles. I don't know. It looks cute, but I don't know how it. And then inside, it's just a plain. You know, plain cheesecake. I feel like I need to line up some of the things that I'm going to try mm-hmm. when uh, Isabel and I are there for a day. All right. We need to, like, hit a few places. I don't think this is going to be one of them because I don't think we're going to make it over to Art of Animation. We're going to be at the All-Stars. We're going to be at the Yacht Club. We and then could, we'll be back for a day. We could be at the Boardwalk. Then we'll be in the Magic Kingdom. That's so, true. I don't know. We have to see, like, what new and exciting things are coming for food to those types of places. And we can check those out. All right. Um... Muppet Vision 3D, it looks like it's going to be closed for refurbishment for a little while. Yeah, just for two weeks, January 26th through February 9th. Okay. So if you're going during those dates, you won't get to see the Muppets. Aww. Sadness. They're probably not doing anything really exciting with it. No, just cleaning it. You know what else is not really exciting? The Mickey Flush news. <laughs> this story just bores me. Um, so Disney has announced they will, they will be selling a limited edition Mickey Mouse Plus collection on Plush collection on Amazon. Uh, they are going to release them monthly, uh, one for each month from January through December, um, and the d- Plush will be available in their online Amazon shop. Um, the first one is going to be a golden Disney Mickey Mouse to celebrate the year of the mouse, and on the first Thursday of every month. Through December of 2020, a new plush will be available. If you are a D23 member, you will be among the first to see the theme and have an opportunity to order that design. Am I the only mom who, like, can't figure out how to get rid of all the stuffed animals that we have in our house already? No, you're not. 
So I don't know why anyone wants more, but whatever. Um, Lizzie McGuire, the show is coming to Disney Plus. So we've been kind of excited about that. I think that's going to be good. But it looks like the creator has now quit the show. What does that mean for the show? Um, so I guess they've they've finished two episodes. Um, Terry Minsky, who created the show, was also the executive producer. And she was uh, also the showrunner. So the showrunner is the person who runs the show behind the <laughs> scenes in, in Hollywood speak. Um, but she has uh, left after two episodes. Disney feels that they wanted to go in a different creative direction. So obviously there were differences in how uh, the creator was, you know, taking this new version of the show with how Disney uh, thought it should be. Uh, the show's been in production since November of 2019, but it is now on hold. Um, there is no word whether this will delay the release of the show or, you know, they, they could very well just end up scrapping the whole thing, which yeah, would, would be, be a shame. That would be such a shame. Right. Oh, bummer. I mean, at least let us see the two they made. But this is kind of the first uh, – there was announcement of a Muppet show that got canceled uh, yeah. a few months ago. But this is the first kind of little shakeup in the Disney Plus world. It's a little tricky when they're announcing all these shows that are to come. You know, if you do that, then you cancel them and you have to announce that you're not actually doing them. Whereas right. if they just put things into production, things don't work out, they cancel them, right. no one ever really knows. At least with a network television show, they make a pilot. The pilot goes to the executives. The pilot either gets picked up and put on the air or right. not. Here, they say, oh, we're going to release a six-episode show, and then it just kind of ends up in Yeah, I feel like that six-episode show shouldn't be announced until six episodes have been actually created. Right. Um, The Disney Aspire program, which I think is uh, a very good program, that is to help cast members go back to school, go back to college. Um, Or get a GED degree for those who haven't finished high school. It looks like they've added some schools to the ones that are included in that program. They have. Uh, they have added Purdue University Global and Southern New Hampshire University. Those are two universities that have a very large online presence. Mm. That now brings the total number of schools to 13 uh, that the Walt Disney Company will pay for their employees 100% of their tuition as well as fees and book expenses up front. Good for them. Um, this, is, this has been in place for what, maybe uh, two years has it been that long? I think it's been two years. Okay. Uh, to be eligible for this, they must be uh, either a full-time or part-time hourly workers, and they must have worked for Disney for at least 90 days. All right, fair uh, enough. And it also covers uh, vocational training or English as a second language. Hmm. Good for them. Yeah. yeah, I think it's nice that they do that. I don't know in practice how feasible it is for people to actually use it. Right. But um, we don't currently have that information, so we're just going to say kudos to Disney. That's right. Um, Universal, it looks like, is getting in on the races, which bring in boatloads of money for Disney, so it's no doubt that Universal will get in on them. Yep. Uh, what's the story with Universal's races? Well, Universal does not – well, they're not running a marathon. They're only 5Ks and 10Ks, which means, uh, you know, three miles and, and six miles. Uh, so the, they do have a race weekend coming up, um, and there is a gold medal uh, for the – let's see – for the 10K – and 5K gets a silver medal. Uh, the silver medal has uh, some Shrek characters on it. Shrek and uh, – I can't make that out. Shrek I think and it's a Transformer. All- oh, is it? And the gold medal has a Velociraptor and a minion uh, <laughs> with the minion beating the Velociraptor in the race. <laughs> um, there, oh, it's Bumblebee from the Transformers. 
So Universal has announced uh, that you will encounter a bunch of these characters on the course. And their first race weekend, it is called the Epic Character Race, uh, will take place on February 1st through 2nd. That's fun. Yeah. Good. So a very exciting option for them. All right. I think that's all we have tonight. All right. You want to tell people where they can find us? Uh, you can find us in Seymour, Connecticut. We're just like hanging out at our dining room table. How about online? Oh, oh, online. Online, you can find us on Facebook. We are the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Um, and you can also find us on iTunes under the Two Dudes Talking Disney name. Excellent. So until tomorrow, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.